Welcome to the Foundation Podcast, your weekly insight into the most significant conservative ideas being discussed right now all across America. From policymakers to grassroots activists, and from thought leaders to elected leaders, each week we bring you the people and the ideas shaping the American Republic. Brought to you with a dose of Texas, where Lone Star Liberty shines brighter than ever. This is Kevin Roberts, your host of the Foundation Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. It is, as you no doubt know, as a listener of the Foundation Podcast, the 17th anniversary of the September 11th terrorism attacks on the United States. And as you know, it's customary on this podcast to have a guest who will regale us with his or her experience and bright ideas. This time, this week, you're not going to be regaled by any brilliance. You're going to be perhaps listening to yours truly talk a little bit as an American historian, as someone who believes in patriotism, as someone who believes in civility about the importance of taking a f- just a few moments out of your day to day and remembering the tragedy, the, the sinfulness, I'll even say, of the terror attack on the United States. You know that we don't shy away from supposedly politically incorrect things on this podcast and not to be offensive or insulting on purpose, but because this is a show that's produced in the United States of America, equally important in the state of Texas, where we believe that America and Texas are distinctive places in world history. It doesn't mean that the people there are better than anyone else in the world. It means that our civil societies are. And in fact, American civil society by this person, yours truly, who spent a lot of time studying history of other peoples, is the greatest experiment in civil society in the history of the world. And what an affront to what you and I believe that 17 years ago, a handful of Islamic radicals took it upon themselves purposefully to take the lives of more than 3,000 Americans. In fact, if they had had their way, they would have killed many more. And so I would encourage you, first of all, to take a few moments today to remember the victims of that attack, to pray for their families, to remember the heroism of the first responders who saved the lives of many people. In fact, as we know, several hundred of them gave their own lives in responding to that. And while it's very difficult to think about that level of sacrifice, and we wish that that doesn't happen again, we also know the United States is filled with people like that. And of course, our men and women in uniform in the armed services, our men and women in uniform as police officers and firefighters are always willing to do that. But as we've seen over the last few years in some of these mass casualty incidents, as law enforcement likes to call them, sometimes it's it's just mere civilians, uh, like the gentleman in Texas who's a hunter who took care of the problem, the tragedy during the shooting in Texas earlier this year. We don't want these kinds of incidents to happen And I'll talk a little bit about how we can solve them, but I think it's really important on anniversaries of these difficult incidents in American history to stop and remember. I happen to have the privilege of recording this podcast every episode in Austin, Texas, where I happened to be on 9-11 as a graduate student at the University of Texas. I remember my wife calling me and giving me the news. I'd just come out of class teaching at the local community college. And my memory from that day is 
walking on the campus of the University of Texas, 52,000 students, and the place was silent. You could hear a pin drop. And I remember professors who were left of center, not particularly fond of the United States or of President Bush, calling, or of prayer for that matter, calling students of all faiths to just have a moment of silence before class. And that's really the point that I want to drive home, the second point after taking some time to remember the victims of the attack, and that's civility. I wish thinking about where I was 17 years ago, and I know you'll be doing that today, that we could recapture that spirit of civility we had, not just in the hours and days following 9-11, but in the weeks and months following it as well. I remember the next day, September 12th, being in downtown Austin, and every church, every denominational faith, every church was full. And people might not even practice those particular faiths, but they were welcomed in those buildings. And I think that that's part of who we are as Americans, number one, that we really do get along. I'll come back to that point momentarily. But that number two, we really are a religious people. And, and I say that not to advocate for a particular religion, although that's relevant in the case of 9-11 historically, we, we can't run from that, but to encourage people to remember that we do, in order to have a just civil society, have to remember that that civil society is not the aim. The aim really is to conduct ourselves in a way that respects one another because the principles that we implement in civil society come from above. And one of the secrets of civility is to remember that. And one of the, the, the many great hallmarks of American civilization is religious pluralism. If, if you'd spend some time digging into the founding documents of the United States, that is going even beyond the Federalist Papers and looking at some of the correspondence between the men at the Constitutional Convention in particular, you will know that they talked often about this, that, that one of the experiments of the American experiment was whether you could take people of different faiths, all of the denominational faiths of Christianity, there's a very sizable Jewish population in the, the founding era, and believe it or not, there was even a Muslim population, not, not sizable, but it was there, and putting all of these people together and having as their touchstone the civil society known as America, not to mute their religious beliefs, but to respect them and really enhance them. And so it's not a coincidence to me that if we posit in 2018 that we're suffering from a lack of civility, that at the same time we're seeing a growing number of Americans de describe themselves as, as not really having religious faith. And ultimately, that's up to you. You know, this, the purpose of this show is not to, to advocate for religiosity necessarily, but one of the purposes is to call a spade a spade. And it is inescapable that those two things, civility and adherence to a belief of, in a higher power, are connected. And so I would encourage us today as we, we take a few minutes to remember the victims and heroes of 9-11, to also be thankful for the civilization we're part of, and to, to make a positive act, a, a determination, a pledge to ourselves, to our neighbors, to our family members, that we will do something about it so that, that that act from 17 years ago is not in vain. And what I propose we all do is to be civil with someone today with whom we disagree. It might be a coworker, might be someone, especially during this election season, we differ on politics, 
It might be someone who is following us on Twitter or on Facebook, might be a family member from whom we're estranged. And, and I know that this sounds trite, but we don't take enough time in our modern technology-heavy society to remember the human side of being an American. And I, I think that all of us who consider that might realize we probably don't even know the names of all of our neighbors, even the neighbors who live nearest us. And so it might be as simple tonight when you get home, knocking on the door and introducing yourself. These are the kinds of things that define a healthy society. We've touched on this in a few episodes of the foundation because it's something that we care deeply about, even though, of course, we love public policy. Public policy will be terrible. Elections will be terrible if we don't attend to the human side of being civil Americans. The third point I'll make is about historical memory. This is a real hot topic in the United States today. It's a very hot topic, even if you're outside the state of Texas. In Texas, because the State Board of Education has this working group that has recommended that we no longer call the defenders of the Alamo heroic. And this is, in fact, very much connected to the same desire that some people have to erase from our American historical memory what happened on 9-11. Out of, out of fear that perhaps we're alienating people who share the same faith as the terrorists, out of fear that it's too painful for people to remember. And I can just tell you, as a historian of this country who spent a lot of time writing museum exhibit scripts, that the way you lessen pain and the way you bring different peoples together is not to ignore difficult events, but actually just talk about them. And so one of the the most terrible things we can do as a society is to forget our history, even those periods in our history like 9-11 that are really difficult. So I would also encourage you, not just this day, but every day that you can to devote a significant part of your reading to the history of the United States, to the history of the state where you live, and also your local history, because that will remind you of the people who came before you and established that city and that county where you live. These are very important aspects of being Americans because we have the freedom to pursue the knowledge that we desire. And that leads me to the final point, and that is to advocate for something that used to just be common and natural in the United States, and that's patriotism. It's almost as if it is unpopular, it's certainly politically incorrect, to say about ourselves that we are American patriots. And I think maybe that's because of this misunderstanding that when we hear other people say that, we think that they're saying they're better than us or better than people around the world, when in fact all we're saying is we're proud of our country. We're proud of this unique experiment, truly one of a kind in in world history when all of these different peoples, different skin colors, different languages, different religions came together and pledged to build a civil society. And for those people who say that it's imperfect, we would say, of course it's imperfect, it's a human enterprise. But what distinguishes America in American history, even up to the present day, is that we have the desire and the means in our government to work through those imperfections. And when we lose that desire, to work on those societal imperfections as one people, we're going to lose what America is. And so we might take some of these same steps on July 4th, on other kind of secular holidays, I think because of how sobering 
the remembrance of 9-11 is, it is a wonderful time to take a step back from the hard news of campaigns and elections and Nike ads and Twitter and really think about what matters. And what matters, of course, for, for most of us who are part of this show is our faith, however we may practice that, our gratitude that we can practice it how we would like because we're in America, and thirdly, that the greatest thing of America is, it, is its people. And we need to do a better job, starting with myself, in remembering that the people around us, whoever they may be, however we may disagree with them, are the most important factors in our lives. And we have the freedom to congregate with them, to assemble with them, to disagree with them. But if we choose the latter, especially in an election season, let's be sure that it's done so with utmost respect and civility. That would be a great lesson on the 17th anniversary of 9-11. Thanks for listening to the Foundation Podcast, brought to you by the Texas Public Policy Foundation. Please don't forget to subscribe.